Good evening. Good evening and Merry Christmas. A couple of pieces of housekeeping before we get started. First of all, well, first of all, it's just so good to see you all. Um, out of an abundance of caution, uh, we are asking everybody to please stay masked during the service, even when singing, um, especially when singing. Um, so thank you for uh, adhering to that. Uh, it's not ideal, but it is going to keep everybody safe. The second piece of housekeeping has to do with these candles. Because we didn't want people pulling their masks down to blow out a candle, <laughs> we got these fancy electric ones. Uh, but if you're anything like me, you will probably spend 10 minutes twisting the bottom, fit wondering why it's not turning on. That's because it doesn't turn on on the bottom. <laughs> Simply hold it by the candle wick. Don't worry, it's not hot. And twist until it turns on. And I will indicate when it is good to turn those on right before we sing Silent Night. And for those of you who have joined us on Zoom, if you have a candle to light uh, or some kind of uh, torch uh, or anything to turn on. <laughs> I've been I've been watching a lot of I've been watching a lot of British TV shows. <laughs> um, but if you are on Zoom and you have a candle or a light, some kind of light to light when we sing Silent Night, I would encourage you to look for that now. Now, friends. Breathe out the energy and the stress of this holiday season. Inhale the goodness of this space and this time. Grace to you and peace. From God, our creator, and from Jesus Christ, our teacher and redeemer, and from the Holy Spirit who binds us together in Christian worship. Welcome home. In this place tonight, you are at home. Home among the faithful and the seeking, the privileged and the shunned, the hopeful and the despairing. We gather together here, all of us, from many different homes into this one home where we witness to the gift of the incarnation and celebrate the gift of a child born a Christ to teach us, to save us, to redeem us, to love all of us more than we could ever possibly imagine. So friends, welcome home. And now, as we prepare our hearts and minds for worship, I would invite you to meditate on the image on the cover of the bulletin, as well as the accompanying statement by the artist, offering this time to God as a prayer to help guide you into this time and space as we listen to the prelude.
Join me in our call to worship. 
An unmarried teenage girl was invited to carry Christ into this world. An ordinary carpenter was invited the shepherds were invited. The magi were invited. And if she was invited, and he was invited, and they were invited, this story is for us. Family of faith, this is our invitation. Welcome home.
I'm wondering if my son could join us at the front. For God loves us too much to leave us just as we are. In God's house there is peace. For all that separates us from God falls away. In God's house there is joy. Because God created music and coffee and dance floors, and laughter that is contagious, and endless rounds of peekaboos with babies. And if those things have God's fingerprints, then God's house surely exudes joy. In God's house there is love. Because God is love, from start to finish, and that love exists for us all. And in the circle of our hope, in the circle of our peace, in the circle of our joy, in the circle of our love, is God, who came to this earth to dwell among us. So tonight, we light the Christ candle, for God's love just could not stay away. What the moon? No, welcome home. Welcome home, my Amen. 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 <laughs> Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit to sing, O come all ye faithful.
Let us pray. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, be born in our hearts this night. Shine your light into the shadows of our world that all the earth might know your glorious presence and that all people might find hope in your love and grace. In your glorious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Every Sunday, we pray a prayer of confession, and we pray it together. Now, as a kid, I used to think that this was a time to air out all the things that I did wrong, all the reasons I was a bad person. However, as I have grown, I have realized that that's not what this is. Instead, this is a small moment for all of us to pause and to recognize that we aren't perfect. We are still works in progress, and we want God's help to grow. How powerful is that? Where else in the world does a group of people gather every week and say out loud, I'm sorry, I want to grow, help me get there. So tonight as we pray, remember how powerful this is. This is one small way we accept God's invitation to deeper faith and life-changing love. Let us pray together now. Holy God, you throw open the door and invite us into relationship, day in and day out. However, instead of running toward you, we dip our toes in the water of this faith. We hold our breath. We play it safe. We struggle to believe that a love so unfettered, so unfiltered, could be for us. As a result, we often deny this worth for ourselves and others. Forgive us for ignoring your invitation to be the people you call us to be. Forgive us for the ways in which we hold back from deeper connection to you or withhold your radical love from others. Open our ears to not only hear your invitation, but to trust that this good news exists even for us. Gratefully, we pray. Amen. Family of faith, even when we fail to trust God's love, and even when we fail to love others as we should, God still loves us. That door never closes. So hear and believe this good news. God invites us into a life of faith. God loves us through every season of life. God forgives us when we lose our way and invites us deeper every step of the way. We are loved, invited, claimed, celebrated, and forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. 
So in the spirit of this uh, forgiveness that we have found, let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit to sing of our great joy. Hymn number 134. As the Prince of Peace has blessed us with grace, so now we are invited to bless one another with Christ's message of peace. The peace of Christ be with you. Turn to one another and greet each other with the peace of Christ. seated.
Let us pray. Holy God, we've heard this story a million times. Mary and Joseph, the angels, the shepherds, we've heard it a million times. But we want to hear it like it's the first. So move among us, circle back, draw close. Crack open our hearts and fill them with your goodness. Help us to hear what it is you might be saying to us with curiosity, joy, and hope. This is an invitation. Come be here with us. Gratefully we pray. Amen. First, a reading from the prophets, Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. A word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
At this time, I would like to invite all the young people and the young at heart to come forward for a story. Christmas. It's really good to see you. Are you excited? Yeah. yeah? That's okay. That's all right. Anybody can listen from wherever they are. This is a story for everybody. Oh, and here he comes. All right. So, I want to read a, I want to read a book for you. This is called Room for a Little One. A Christmas Tale. Hi, Merry Christmas. It was a cold winter's night. Kind ox lay in his stable, close to the side of the inn. Old dog came by. He stopped and looked into the stable. I need somewhere to rest, said old dog. Come inside, kind ox said. There's always room for a little one here. Old dog came in and lay down in the straw. He nestled close to kind ox, sharing the warmth of his stable. Stray cat peered in. She saw old dog and she stopped. Stray cat arched her back and her fur bristled. I'll not chase you, said old dog. Come inside, kind ox said. There's always room for a little one here. Stray cat came into the stable and she curled up in the straw close to the friends she had found, purring and twitching her tail. Small mouse stopped at the door of the stable. She saw a stray cat and quivered with fear. You're safe here. I won't harm you, said stray cat. Come inside, kind ox said. There's always room for a little one here. Small mouse scurried in. She nestled down warm in the straw in the peace of the stable. Then tired donkey came. Joseph led him along. Mary rode on tired donkey's back. Joseph was cold and Mary was weary, but there was no room at the inn. Where will my baby be born? asked Mary. Come inside, kind ox called to tired donkey. There's always room for a little one here. Tired donkey brought Mary into the stable 
Joseph made her a warm bed in the straw to save her from the cold of the night. And so, Jesus was born with the animals around him. Kind ox, old dog, stray cat, small mouse, and tired donkey. All welcomed him to the warmth of their stable. That cold winter's night, beneath the star's light, a little one came for the world. Isn't that a nice story? I like that Christmas story. Well, I want to tell you another story. Can you listen to this one? All right. In those days, Caesar Augustus declared that everyone throughout the empire should be enrolled in the tax lists. This first enrollment occurred when Quirinius governed Syria. Quirinius, that's a name. Everyone went to their own cities to be enrolled. Now, since Joseph belonged to David's house and his family line, he went up from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to David's city called, do you know what it is? Bethlehem. Very good. And that's in Judea. He went to be enrolled together with Mary, who was promised to him in marriage, and who was pregnant and expecting a baby. While they were there, the time came for Mary to have her baby. She gave birth to her firstborn child, a son, wrapped him snugly, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the guest room. Now nearby, shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angel stood before them. The Lord's glory shined all around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. Look, I bring good news to you, wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel, praising God. They said, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. Now, when the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what's happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. When they saw this, they reported what they had been told about this child. Everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds told them. Mary committed these things to memory and considered them carefully. The shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. That is the story 
that started everything. I wonder, when we listen to that story, what do you think Mary and Joseph were feeling when there was no room for them? What do you think? Frustrated. Yeah. I would have been very frustrated. What else? Maybe sad. Yeah. Like, where's our baby going to be born? Oh, no. I wonder, what do you think it felt like for the shepherds to get invited to meet Jesus? Honored? Happy? Excited. I wonder if they were a little scared. Like, what is going on here? I wonder if the stable was a crowded place that night. What do you think all the animals thought of all these people in their house? They had probably had no idea what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little scared. Yeah. Thinking, who are these people? And why is that baby crying? <laughs> what does it feel like when you get invited to something special? invited to something special it's pretty cool right we get we feel like we're part of something special and unique and new well the good news is that god invites all of us to be close to jesus and anywhere we are together like we are tonight even in a barn god is there too will you pray with me let's pray Dear God, thank you for inviting us to be close to you, just like you invited the shepherds and the animals and the angels. Help us to remember that no one gets left out from your invitation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all. Now, friends, I would invite you to turn to 121 in your hymn books, and we're going to sing, O Little Town of Bethlehem, together, and I'm going to invite you to stay seated while we sing this.
I was preparing for this sermon, meditation, it's not going to be a full sermon, I'm not going to keep you here all night, I was looking at lists of Christmas songs, and there are a ton of Christmas songs, like a ton. And there are a lot of Christmas songs that name home either in their title or in their lyrics as a desire. Whether it is a place the singer is longing for or the warmth that is evoked from being there. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Perry Como. I'm not going to sing all of these. <laughs> please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Coming Home for Christmas by Jim Brickman. Going Home, Sing a Song of Christmas Cheer by Bobby Sherman. Home for Christmas by Hall & Oates. Hurry Home for Christmas by Steve Lawrence and A.D. Gourmet. It's so close to Christmas and I am so far from home by the Bellamy Brothers. There is no Christmas like a home Christmas by, again, Perry Como. And of course, my personal favorite non-religious Christmas song, sung by just about everyone who's put out a Christmas album. I'll be home for Christmas, you can count on me. And even those Christmas songs that don't explicitly mention home, there is that ache of nostalgia that makes us think of home. Welcome home. Whenever I have arrived at Camp Fowler, whether it was when I got out of my car each summer while working on the summer staff, or when I dropped off my own daughter for the, her first time this past year, Kent, the director, always welcomes you in with a big hug and these two simple words, welcome home. It is a reminder that you're in a place now that embodies all of what home ought to be. Safe, loved, held and honored for who you are. But even more that the place you have just stepped into is a holy place, a holy space where there is a liminal space between heaven and earth, where the divine is breaking through to show you a glimpse of God's kingdom. Over the past few weeks, we have been talking a lot about home, drawing closer to this night when home is at the forefront of our minds and our spirits, Home is, I think, something we are all searching for. And in this world, there are few places that can actually feel like home. For some of us, even the homes we grew up in are not really. 
some of us have known that and lost it, seeking to gain it back in some small way. Some of us have never known that kind of, kind of home, just a dull sense of incompleteness. On the night Jesus is born, there is no room for Mary and Joseph. No home. They have been displaced from their home, albeit only for a short time, journeying to fulfill their civic requirements to be counted in the census. And yet, the time comes to give birth where they are, and so a humble home is found. A place is made among the feeding trough. In a cramped room abounding with chaos, in many ways Jesus is born without an invitation. And yet, he devotes his life to inviting people who are cast out. People who have been thrown out of their own homes who have been exiled from families and friends, who have lost everything. And he creates a new home for them. Like most couples, Elena and I have our song. Brandy Carlisle's song, Wherever Is Your Heart, is it. When we met, we had both been stung by the painful ends of previous relationships, both of us searching for something we knew was out there but hard to see through the fog of loss. Yet when we found each other, that fog cleared. For me, it was instantaneous. <laughs> the fog cleared, and we found a home in one another. And this song spoke directly into that. And while it's not an explicitly religious song, I think it also speaks to the foundation of faith that we share and that we share. The first line begins, I think it's time we found a way back home. And the chorus goes, wherever is your heart, I call home. Wherever is your heart, I call home. Though your feet may take you far from me, I know. Wherever is your heart, I call home. There are times that when I listen to this song and imagine God singing this to me. It doesn't matter where you are, how far you stray, no matter what you do, I will always call your heart my home, just as you have a home in my heart. Thus says the Lord. I can hear Jesus singing this to the leper, to the paralytic, to Jairus and the woman with the flow of blood, to Peter, to James, to John, and the others, to me, to you. Wherever is your heart, this season, we have been extended an invitation to come home. Just as Mary is invested, invited to carry Christ into the world, 
as Joseph is invited to father him, as Elizabeth is invited to foster safety and joy for Mary, and Zechariah is invited to prophesy and sing, as John the Baptist invites the crowds to repent and change their lives, as the shepherds are invited to behold and the magi are invited to make the journey, so we are invited into the home of God. Not this building, though we can find a taste of it here, but in the very heart of God. Friends, an unexpected invitation, a holy invitation, has been extended to us this season. The arms are open wide, ready to swallow us in love. The carols are playing. The fire is warm. Friends, welcome home. Amen. We're now going to have our affirmation of faith. And I was going to invite you to stand, but instead, I need help from the young people. Whether So if you're under the age of 35, <laughs> I would invite you to rise now. And I need your help. I'm going to say a line, and young people, I need you to reply back. And I need you to say it back nice and loud. Okay? You got it? You with me? All right. And everybody else, you know your part. <laughs> Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is our he gave his life to rescue us. Jesus is our shepherd. He leads our lives and keeps us safe. Jesus is our friend. He listens to us. He shares our joys and our sadness. Jesus is our prophet. He speaks God's promises to us. He declares God's commands. Jesus is our priest. He pleads our cause daily. Jesus is our king. He guards and keeps us in the freedom he won for us. Jesus is our Lord. He protects us in life and in death. We belong to him. Jesus is our life. He conquered death for us. Risen with him, we enjoy new life. Jesus is our way. He guides us to his kingdom. Jesus is our end. 
soon we will be with him, and we will worship him forever and ever. As we celebrate Christmas, we rejoice that Jesus came to save us, and we look forward to the day when we will join all who love him and crown him Lord of all. Amen. Young people, you can be seated. And thank you. <laughs> Friends, as you came in this evening, you probably saw offering plates uh, at the door entering the sanctuary and right in the back. I would invite you, if you feel so moved while the choir sings, to go place your offering there. You can, or do it at the end of the service if you haven't already. But as we offer our gifts, we remember that Jesus was not born in a real home. He was born into poverty. He was born into simplicity. He was born into a manger in Bethlehem. And despite the little he might have had, Jesus still spent the rest of his days on earth giving to others. Generosity is the DNA of our faith. We give what we can, not because we should or because scripture says to. We give because we're family. We give because we belong to one another. We give because all are invited into God's house. So let us give our tithes and our offerings now.
Let us pray. Gracious God, your story is one that forever invites us to be our full selves, to take up space, to go where we feel called, and to allow this community to feel like home. So use these gifts to keep building your home here. With gratitude as tall as the ceiling, we pray. Amen. Listen to these ancient and holy words. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and shadow covered the face of the deep. while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. was light. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the shadow places, and the shadow does not overcome it. The word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, his light, the glory as of a parent's only child,
full of grace and truth. Let us pray. God of shepherds and angels, God of starlight and seekers, God of mangers and unwed teenage mothers, it is almost Christmas. It's almost here. We are close to home. It feels like we have been waiting so long for this night. Amidst the hustle and bustle of this busy season, we have been waiting for a quiet, a calm, a stillness. We have been waiting for good news that changes us and for the undeniable sense that you are near. So in this moment, surrounded by community, in the presence of candlelight and hallelujahs, we bow our heads and give thanks. Thank you, God, for the places and people that feel like home. Thank you for the hope on the horizon which carries us through. Thank you for moments of worship that break open our hearts. Thank you for the joy of children on this night, which reminds us of love. And thank you for the stars in the sky, which remind us of you. We have so much to be grateful for. However, even amidst our prayers of gratitude and joy, we also bring our prayers of concern. For when the music is quiet and the clouds clear, we can finally hear our own thoughts and see sky above us. And that is when there is enough space for hurt to float to the surface. We know we are close to home, God, but we also know we are not home yet. And that truth aches in us. So many of us are still seeking still looking for a place to belong, still searching for a faith that feels like home. We are closer to home, but we're not there yet. We are only truly home when we are with you. So God of starlight and angel choruses, on this Christmas Eve as you come dwell among us, we pray that you would bring us closer to home. Scoop us up. Draw us in. Build the world you have in mind for us. Hover here. Hear our prayers. Take this grief and pain off of our shoulders and hold our hands as we walk through the dark. It is almost Christmas. It's almost here. We can feel it. We are close to home. So together with hope in our hearts, we pray the prayer your son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us share the light by turning on our candles. And when you are ready, let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit to sing Silent Night. Hallelujah to 
King. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Silent night, holy seat in the house because I get to see all of this. In the holiness of this night, return now to your home, glorifying God. As you leave this holy space, re-enter your lives, rejoicing in God's grace. Go to tell the world all you have heard and all you have seen. Go in Christmas hope, peace, joy, and love, reminding the world of the light that has come, and always, always remembering who you are and whose you are. Amen.